It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50-pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, courtesy of my good friend Randy Renner, we will hear from Billy Donovan. Alex Sabrinas and Dennis Schroeder, all from post-game interviews in the Thunder's 97-91 loss to the Detroit Pistons. We'll tell you who's in and who's out for the upcoming game on Friday. We'll talk about the connection already being made by Dennis Schroeder and Steven Adams. We'll let Dennis Schroeder talk about that in his post-game comments. One of my favorite uniforms from the Oklahoma City Thunder is making a return. How long will it be here? When will it be here? We'll get to all that, plus Kevin Durant rumors are already starting. Where is Kevin Durant going to wind up? There are some opinions about that. They will not shock you, but I'll tell you why neither one will happen coming up in segment number three. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, and those are the studios that we use for the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the iHeartMedia family, so thank you very much to them for letting me do that podcast here. I'm a member of the media, credentialed member of the media. I've been covering the Thunder for almost six years. Year number six starts. I'm going to start year number six. What I will consider to be year number six for that first home game of the season, which is on the Sunday after they play GSW and LAC out on the West Coast. I'm not making that trip, so I start my sixth season on that Sunday. Uh, What else do you need to know? I've been doing this podcast now for not quite a year, but for a few months. And if you like what you hear, I would ask that just one time you make a trip to LockedOnThunder.com, LockedOnToLockedOnThunder.com. Check out our archive podcast plus video and audio from players and coaches. Paul George did not play in last night's game. Sorry, I did not know that at the recording of yesterday's podcast, but it came out that his girlfriend's father had passed away, so Paul George 
took some personal time. He was not on the floor. He will be back this Friday for the upcoming game against Minnesota. However, Abdul Nader will not be available because of left knee soreness. And, of course, Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson won't be available for that game. So it is giving an opportunity for a lot of guys to log some really good minutes. And just looking at the numbers last night, I did watch the game, and it felt like Dennis Schroeder was on the floor forever. It felt like Steven Adams was on the floor forever. And just looking at how many minutes they logged, Dennis Schroeder played 27 minutes last night. Steven Adams played 26. Terrence Ferguson, 34. And if you're just asking me, in a preseason game, that's an awful lot of minutes to be putting on guys who are going to be your starters like Schroeder and Steven Adams. But those two guys are starting to develop a chemistry. And if you didn't get a chance to see the Thunder on Sunday, and last night was your first chance to see them, tell me I'm wrong when it looks like Dennis Schroeder's been playing with this team for quite some time. And wait till you see him when Paul George is not on the court. Paul George not being on the court helped a little bit with that chemistry last night because Schroeder knows that Adams is a guy that he can rely on. But it's there. It's not the first time these guys have played together. But it certainly has that feel of guys who have been longtime teammates. And I'm glad to see it. As far as Billy Donovan's impressions of last night's game goes... Here's what Billy Donovan had to say about the way he thought the Thunder played. I, I thought in the first half we, we really did a good job on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, we I didn't think we closed the second quarter great, uh, but I thought we had really, really good pace and tempo, uh, good ball movement, and um, I thought we defended pretty well. Um, I thought to start the third quarter we had a hard time, I think, sustaining the, the, the identity that, that we'd like to try to sustain in terms of playing faster. Uh, and it takes effort to be able to do that. And, and we, I thought, in the second half got more stagnant. Um, we didn't move and cut as hard. Uh, I do think this time of year we got to continually work you know, on our stamina and continuing to grow in conditioning. Uh, but we've got to be able to sustain you know, the... the, the um, the way we want to play for the full 48 minutes. So I think with that being said, there's a lot we can build off of, um, you know, as it relates to tonight in, in a lot of different areas. So I think for the first game, there were some really good takeaways, uh, but there's also a lot we can improve upon. I know you haven't gotten to see this because you haven't had Russell, but when you look at the way Dennis operates in pick and roll, are you intrigued by the possibility of what it'll look like with those two guys on the floor at the same time? and Russell and, and, Russell and Dennis. And, and, and how much... Realistically, you think you're going to look at doing that? Playing Russell and Dennis together? Yeah, I think we have to do that. You know, I, the disappointing part to start training camp is we, we can't do it now, but that's the way it is. But, yeah, I mean, both Russell and Dennis are both, I think, high IQ players. They both got a good feel. Um, I think they've got to figure out how to play with one another, but we definitely need to, to, to be able to do that. Um, and, and I think that's going to take probably some working with because they're both so good with the ball in their hands. Uh, but you know, regardless of, of that, we just gotta, you know, we've gotta have we gotta have better ball movement, you know, even if those two guys are out there or not out there, we just gotta be able to do that. Billy, you've talked about for the past you know three or four years about your bigs being ball movers, but um, I know that pertains to more than just assists. But how do you feel about Stevens' ability to be that guy, particularly off of offensive rebounds, that makes that final pass for an assist? I mean, he seemed like. 
he did that a couple of times. Yeah, today. he can do that. I mean, Steven's a terrific passer. And he's very unselfish, and you know, we're throwing the ball to him at the elbows and letting him initiate offense. We're doing a lot of those things um, to to try to utilize his passing because he is unselfish. So I, I think that's something that he's more than capable of in terms of when he does catch it of of making that next pass or that extra pass to to the open man. Funny, Billy didn't say anything about the technical foul that he got last night. I thought the referees were absolutely horrible last night. The only reason I say that, and look, I get it that it's the preseason. You've got to call things. You've got to get used to making certain calls. The players have got to get used to making certain calls. But really, you're going to tee a coach up in a preseason game when he tells you that he's getting crappy calls all night long. That was... That was ridiculous, and that's not me being a Thunder homer. That's me looking at the NBA and the fact that it's a preseason game, and as a ref, I'm probably going to let some things go. I would have a talk with Billy Donovan if he said something about my refereeing and and what he thought was going on. I would just try to explain to him, hey, look, it's preseason. We're working out the kinks. You're working out the kinks. Just be glad that this game doesn't count, and we'll have things worked out by the time you guys get on the floor. But that's a... It's a good way, in my opinion, it's a good way to get a ref on your bad side or on his bad side, and then those guys seem to have very long memories and hold grudges, and that's not something I'd want to get into if I was Billy Donovan. Um, Overall, I I thought Raymond Felton looked good. I felt a little guilty about being so critical of him in the blue and white scrimmage because I didn't think Raymond Felton looked very fast. He looked like he gained some weight, but maybe it was just a – a simple matter of, hey, it's a blue and white scrimmage. I'm not going to put forth that much effort. I'm in my 30s. I don't need to put forth that much effort. But come game time, when you're giving him 19 minutes to play, and he goes out and he runs the offense, he's taking good shots, he's taking some long shots. I I thought he looked – it was a 100% gain from where he was in the blue and white scrimmage to what we saw the other night. And I'm not going to have an opportunity to see – the Minnesota game, but as the preseason progresses, I want to see just how much effort Raymond Felton gives. And maybe Billy Donovan is right. I, I sort of scoffed at Billy Donovan when he said Raymond Felton has a a role on this team. I scoffed at Billy Donovan when he said that because I, I just don't see where the fit is. But Billy's forgotten a hell of a lot more basketball than I'll ever know. So maybe Billy is actually telling the truth and Raymond Felton will end up being a big part of this team. Thought Timothy Luol Cabarro looked all right. I mean, and and I'm not even just sitting here, you know, looking at the numbers because I, I don't think you want to take a lot from preseason numbers, although Dennis Schroeder did have 21 points and nine assists in 27 minutes and looked, you know, freaking awesome. Raymond Felton, 12 points last night and five assists. But um, Alex Sabrinas, I thought he looked healthy. That's the main thing I'm looking for, and... Uh, just how guys were moving around. And maybe I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not as harsh of a judge as as uh, Billy Donovan is, but uh, Luol Cabarro, seven points last night. It, it just feels like there is some flow to this team, and it already it, it just already feels like it's off to a better note than where the Thunder began last year, and that's even without Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson being on the floor, and and I know Billy Donovan wanted to remain calm when Brett Dawson was asking him the question about getting 
both Russell and Dennis Schroeder on the floor at the same time. And if I'm Billy Donovan, I'd be just like, yes, I can't wait to exceed it. I'm, I'm very excited about this opportunity. But everything points to the Thunder getting off to a much better start this year than what they did last year. Doesn't mean that it'll be perfect. Doesn't mean that you won't have your dips. But everything seems to, I seem to get the sense that it's going to start off a hell of a lot smoother. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Hey, if you want to go to any of the Thunder's preseason games or their 41 home games, or you would like to make a trip to go see the Thunder play any of the teams that are close by or not even close by, just go to vividseats.com and you can download that app on your phone and you can just pull it up. And Vivid Seats knows exactly where you are, and they will give you a list to all the events they have tickets to in your area. It is an online ticket marketplace that wants to create a really good experience for the fan. They want you to go out and have a great time. So every one of their seats, 100% guaranteed. So you can have the confidence to know that what you're buying is real. And if you're a first-time customer to VividSeats.com and you enter the promo code Locked On. They'll give you $20 off your first purchase of $200 or more. That's vividseats.com. So what does Dennis Schroeder think about his chemistry with Stephen Adams? Well, he'll tell you next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. This is Jake from Locked on. Locked on has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We've also dropped the Locked On Sooners podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network at Google, Spotify, Alexa, Apple iTunes, and uh, where else? Stitcher, and did I mention Spotify, Google, Alexa? Yeah, that, I think I, I covered all the bases. Google, Alexa, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, and of course, LockedOnSports.com, and Locked On Thunder has its own website. LockedOnThunder.com, but uh, you can get all the Locked On Podcast Network now on Spotify. We're very excited about that. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dennis Schroeder and Steven Adams already have a really great chemistry. In fact, I mean, just talking about the chemistry they have in the pick and roll and how well they have played together, I don't feel like it does Dennis Schroeder justice to talk about how well he's fitting in with this team. And that was a huge question that I had coming into the year and when the Thunder traded Carmelo Anthony to get the money off the books and you pick up a guy like Dennis Schroeder, I'm wondering, well, are they picking him up to spin him or are they picking him up to actually play him? They're picking him up to play him. And he's a guy that's going to fit in really well with this team and it can only get better when Russell Westbrook gets back. And Schroeder 
with that chemistry with Steven Adams is something that has an opportunity to be very deadly this year. And I don't think a lot of teams in the association are going to have answers for it. By the way, let me say on a side note, it doesn't matter what uniform he wears, Zaza Pachulia is still a punk ass. All right, now that I've got that out of the way, I just I like the chemistry that Dennis Schroeder has with this team, and you're seeing very early on. And it just feels like it's going to get enhanced throughout the rest of the season. It's a very I'm just telling you this is going to be a great year for the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, fandom aside, let's hear from Dennis Schroeder now on what he thought of last night's game and his performance plus his chemistry with Steven Adams. I mean, he is unselfish, uh, completely unselfish. You know, he's doing the the um, the dirty things, I say, um, you know, what you don't see on the, on the stat sheet. And I um, think overall what he does for the team, I think it's, um, it's good. And uh, even offensive rebounds, you know, getting second, uh, second shots, opportunities, I think it's big. And uh, how you're passing the ball, you know, even in the post when people cutting, um, it's amazing. Uh, I said before, you know, we had training camp. I played with him. Um, I think uh, six days we played straight together in one team. And um, I think the chemistry um, is, is, is great so far. But I think we can take it to the next level, like I said. What does that next level look like? Hmm. I mean, how many assists we had today? Six? I mean, 10, 15? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, sky's the limit there, but um, like I said, he's he putting pressure on the rim. He's doing a great job rolling. I just got to find him sometimes uh, even better and um, just got to know what his position, you know, where he likes to get the ball, and, um, yeah, we just got to work on that. At the end of the game, looking out there, and Hami, 19-year-old, and Terrence, a 20-year-old, are going up against some of their starters. What, you've been in that position before. What kind of experience is that for those guys? I mean, that's a great experience, you know, learning experience. Um, I think uh, when I came to the league, I was 19, you know, it was the same situation. But um, I think everybody, you know, try to help each other. Um, you know, whatever I see, you know, I try to help them just try to be aggressive. You know, my first pre- uh, preseason game, I was kind of nervous as well. So just try to help them, you know, uh, be a better player. And um, whatever I see, I'll tell them. He's already fitting in perfectly with the Thunder way. <laughs> Compliment your teammates. Tell them how good you are. Even with things didn't go perfectly last night, you still sort of have that upbeat mentality. About the only guy that can get away with not having that upbeat mentality is Russell Westbrook. Well, or uh, I, I will say that Paul George can get away with it and probably Raymond Felton when things go bad. It's good to see Alex Abrinas out on the court last night. Maybe not so much because I have faith in Alex Abrinas, but I'm just glad to see this guy moving around. And even though I've been critical, I want to see Alex Abrinas be able to contribute to this team. Here is Alex Abrinas after last night's game. What do you think of the game overall as an experience for this group? I think we... Uh, keep the pace really high for, for the first half. Uh, we didn't do enough job in the second. Uh, I think we only scored like 39 points. So uh, we just need to keep running, keep moving the ball, and just uh, play faster. How do you feel about your conditioning? Um, I know you haven't had a lot of contact so far preseason. Uh, pretty good. Uh, I mean, I had the first couple of days and <laughs> the last uh, couple of days, and conditioning has never been a problem. Uh, even I was not practicing with the team, I was always doing some cardio on the gym or, or on the site. So uh, that was not a problem today. How long do you think it's going to take twos to adjust to the new way they're pulling fouls? It seemed like there was a lot of that. Uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, 
I think it's just hard this uh, grab thing. Uh, everybody does, and now they're calling every foul. So I think uh, we'll take like I don't know. It depends on the player, but I guess around a month or so, so, so to get used to it. Is that tough for you in particular? Because the, the first few years of your career, you really worked hard on getting better at defense. Mm-hmm. Does it make it tougher on you that you have to make that kind of change and be a little bit more aware of it? Uh, you got to get used to it. Uh, rules change, and you can do nothing about it. So uh, you just got to find a way to defend uh, uh, those actions, and and we're finding every day on on the practice. So we'll be fine. Alex, there's a fine line between you know playing fast and playing a little out of control, and I wonder if you guys are adjusting, uh, and if it got a little out of control. Yeah, of course, it's going to get out of control sometimes. Uh, Especially in the preseason, uh, we've been practicing uh, for a week, so it just uh, like not every player uh, knows uh, the plays and the way everybody wants to play. So I think we're gonna need time. So at the beginning, yeah, it's gonna look like we're losing control, but but I would say like uh, as we keep playing and practicing together, uh, we're gonna get better at that. Time. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect much, much different answers there for, from Alex Sabrinas. Where it's just we need time on the court. We need time to get together, and it's exactly what Billy Donovan's going to tell you. But it it has that look of a team that has at least been together in some form of year. And yes, you've got some young pieces that kind of fi- have to figure out where they're going to fit throughout this season. But I trust Billy Donovan. I trust the coaching staff. More importantly, I trust the veterans to sort of show everyone the way of just how things are supposed to go and where you're supposed to be at certain times. Will it be perfect? No, but I do think the Thunder have a chance to just continually improve as the year goes along and be really good by the time that April rolls around. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, one of my favorite uniforms from the Thunder history, from Thunder history, is making a return. I'll tell you what it is, when we're going to see it, and we'll even discuss maybe where the latest Kevin Durant rumors have him going. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked on NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Sooners is out now as well, and you can get that at Google, Stitcher, Alexa, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and LockedOnSports.com. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The latest rumors have Kevin Durant going to either New York at the end of the year to be a Nick or going to Los Angeles to be a Laker. How many times have we heard that people want to go to New York? How many times have we heard that people want to go to Los Angeles? It's the, the most obligatory thing you have to say when talking about somebody's future and their free agency. Kevin Durant isn't going to end up at either place. I don't care that his father was a New York Knicks fan. I don't care that LeBron James is in New York and or in Los Angeles. And I can tell you that's exactly why Kevin Durant is not going to Los Angeles because he wants to be the number one guy on the team. You'll never be able to do that with LeBron James on the same 
roster as you, even if you are a better player for a time period, you will never be considered the man. It will always be LeBron's team. The Knicks have just never shown that they can build a championship organization. So I'm ruling both of those places out. I'm ruling out Brooklyn for Kevin Durant, which leaves it pretty wide open where he could go and have players that surround him, but also everybody knows that he is the focal point. It's not here in Oklahoma City. Um, Washington, D.C. is a place maybe he goes... He gives a much better look to than what he did the last time he was in free agency because he didn't even give him an interview. But I just cannot see him going to the Knicks. And the Knicks think that they've got a shot at getting him. I will tell the Knicks, no, you don't have a shot at getting Kevin Durant until you get a hell of a lot better than what you are right now. It's just not going to happen. And there is part of me that um, does think that he'll stay in Golden State. Even if it's not the ideal situation, it's comfortable you're winning championships. There's not a lot of motivation to go elsewhere. So in happier news, the Thunder could be getting the Thunder are in fact getting back the Sunset jerseys for at least one game this year, the Sunset uniforms. That'll happen on Christmas Day. It's part of a new marketing plan for Nike and the NBA and it's called the uh the Legacy Editioners, the Effort Edition or something like that. I don't know what the exact name is. I should know. I just don't know. But it's for all the teams that made the playoffs. So you'll, they won't look they won't look 100% the way that they did when Adidas made the uniforms the last couple of years the Thunder had them, but they'll be pretty close. And I'd still like to see the, the Sunset jerseys go opposite. And I know that that one uniform looks similar, but I want it like a little bit more plain looking, a little bit more Brooklyn Nets style. Uh, just with the OKC block letters and the numbers and nothing too fancy, but still representing the city and still looking good. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the upcoming game with Minnesota, as well as everything else going on in Thunderland. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day. I'm Eric G. saying everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.